pour yourself a Pims and whip up that cream for those strawberries. This is Wimbledon, your 10-minute daily recap of the action at Wimbledon. Ready? Play. Iconic. We're here for day five of Wimbledon's. This is Jason. This is Aldwin. It's really late. I apologize, but <laughs> we have to you, we have to stick with form. And uh, someone, I have to give you kudos because someone who has been in form and was a surprise probably to many uh, this fortnight is Madison Keys. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I I will accept all the kudos that you're giving me. What are the keys to Keys' success in her first three rounds? Okay, well, the keys to her success in the first three rounds is having more winners than unforced errors because y'all know Keys is usually in the driver's seat when she plays anyone that she faces. And uh, the first three rounds just happened to be her kind of hitting through the ball. Um, This match today against Mertens, I mean, Mertens is one of your faves. We posted on IG that's, you know, that's kind of your girl. But Keys held her nerve enough to have more winners and to um, capitalize on the important points for her to push through. So, you know, my pick's looking really pretty over here. I'm feeling pretty good. Girls got a big game, uh, booming ground strokes. And to your point, it's either uh, on or it's off. She's going to be dictating with winners and uh, losing it with unforced errors. So she's obviously... Um, doing really well in that regard and making it to a fourth round, sort of returning a bit to form. Mm-hmm. Uh, another girl that you picked uh, on your watch list, I don't know if she was in your section uh, to go through, was Samsonova taking out Sloan. Mm-hmm. Listen, Ludmila Samsonova is a girl y'all need to just keep your eyes on. She gives me very much Maria Sharapova. And when I watched her match against Stevens, she's playing with that qualifier fearlessness. Do you know what that means? Nothing to lose. Babe, she got nothing to lose. She's hitting spraying balls, but she's going like she's forgetting about the mistakes and recentering herself and just going for her shots. That is a very dangerous game, especially on a surface like grass. She could she could go far. She could go far. I will try to tune into one of her matches. I haven't watched <laughs> any, to be honest. Uh, we had a couple bagel sets on the ladies' side, so uh, we'll call her Bagel Bagu. <laughs> one in love from yeah. Sviantec. This girl is proving to have a bit of what it takes on the grass. Listen, okay, so I kind of had a feeling you're going to say that Sriantec played really well, but let me tell you, Begu moved just as about as fast as the cream cheese on the bagel she was served. <laughs> <laughs> because she was fucking slow, and she was just hitting so many balls out. To be honest with you, Sriantec played well. She didn't play out of her mind, um, but she was just... Begu was kind of giving it to her. So Sriantec was lucky to not be tested today. Yeah, I mean, she's going to have some tougher tests uh, later in the draw. And, you know, she's going in the second week for the first time, which is pretty cool for mm-hmm. her. Uh, another uh, woman, um, unlike Sviantec, who has struggled in Grand Slams of Sabalenka, but she's into the fourth round. Uh, she won 0-3 <laughs> today. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you what do you think? What do you think about her? We've been in this position before where we've talked about her in a third or fourth round. We've said she's looked really good. And then all of a sudden you come up to a fourth round quarterfinal and she just chokes it out of the water. So what do you think? She's not one of those women who can consistently put it together. I mean, she's won titles. She's won several titles. But in the slam, she struggled. And I think the moments uh, get to her. I think. The, one of the best matches she's played um, getting deeper into a draw was against Serena at the Aussie Open this year. Mm-hmm. So if she can continue sort of that approach um, and, and, and play well uh, in, a, in a fourth round match, then she, she definitely has a shot. I think, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. How, I mean, her second round match was a bit more of a struggle. This mm-hmm. this round, not so much. I'm not sure who she's taking on in the fourth round, but... Yeah, we don't know yet, but I do want to throw in another name. We... I... Okay. Full responsibility. I constantly throw her shade. I said that she should be on retirement alert. Karolina Pliskova, who's still <laughs> a youngin, but she's now in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. She beat Martin Kovic today, three and three. So, you know, you and I were talking about how if she can kind of warm up her game hit those flat shots, big serve in the grass, she could be dangerous. You think that she can go a little bit farther than expected? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. If 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 that game's warmed up, that that's booming serve in that forehand. Mhm. Watch out for her. <laughs> Even though she's not fun to watch. <laughs> no. No. But we do have to really quickly talk about the marquee matchup of the day on the ladies side. Yes, it was Mugu Jabour. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched a bit of that match in my vehicle. <laughs> I do have to say, um, I think Anjabur is in line for a sponsorship deal either, either with like Gravel or Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> because if you saw that match point, that first match point where she vomed, uh, <laughs> bes- <laughs> she vomed beside the lines judge. <laughs> I was like, what's going on here? She was so nervous. Yeah. Do you think that did is that did she say that in a post match interview that she was nervous? No. I mean, I just I can I can only imagine it's the emotions of potentially reaching the fourth round of a slam, plus beating Mugu, former Wimbledon champion, plus carrying the you know the pride of North Africa on your shoulders. Like that's a lot, girl. So mm-hmm. I, I I I don't shade her for vomiting a little bit on the sidelines. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little nervous because I was watching it in the car. I was like, oh crap, she's got a you know serve it out um and she lost that point um but she won the next two so Mm. good for her very exciting she's a beautiful player to watch yes those pretty drop shots she does have a a very solid forehand um a good serve so she could be dangerous yeah and amazing hands i mean her and barty have a very similar game style very very similar so if they end up in a clash, that will be v- very interesting to see. So I think that's all for the ladies. Mm-hmm. What you, what so. you got, f- in, in keeping with the theme of people flying a bit under the radar, like Madison Keys, we have two Russians who are into the fourth round. Rublev, who I don't think we've really talked about at all. And no. He was, he was on my early exit alert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then Hachanov. Uh, I'm, I'm pronouncing like that because I just feel like it should be pronounced <laughs> like that. Uh, took out Francis Tiafo, who I think ran out of gas after his two solid wins against Sitsi and Pospisil. Rublev, I think, 
uh, is stepping his pussy up uh, after flying under the radar for so long. We talked about him ad nauseum at the end of last year. Really had a phenomenal hard court season. Um, I think that Rublev is experiencing the same kind of um, positive, um, you know, situation as Zverev in that no one's really talking about him and he can kind of move through the draw. I watched that Fanini match. Rublev looks solid, very sure-footed. And Fanini on grass could also be kind of a difficult situation or matchup for him, but he managed to get through in four sets. So I'm going to give Rublev more credit than I did at the beginning of the tournament. And everybody loves a ruby red pea. <laughs> uh, speaking of somebody who continues to be on fire, Joko uh, won again in straight sets. Uh, I'm straight bored. sets against Kudla. I'm bored. I'm, I'm already you're, bored. <laughs> you're bored of his I'm winning. So bored. I mean, I, I I watched the extended highlights of that match. I'm like, this is. I I looked at all of the results. I'm like, do we even talk about Joko winning? Like, whatever. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Great for RBA. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> RBA is into the fourth round as well. Mm-hmm. The, one of the three three uh, named Spaniards. Uh-huh. And what about this guy? I want to suck your blood. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Fuskovich. Fus, Help us. Help Grandma out. What? How do we pronounce her name? Fuskovich. Fuskovich defeated the little tiny Argentine. Tiny Argentine. (laughs) Diago. Diago. What I took away from that match was that Fuskovich has beautiful hands. I mean. That's what he said. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. He has a a deft touch. Really good instincts at the net. I mean, he flies around like a bat. He's I mean, a good I... all-court player. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. He is. I was very impressed with his net game today, though. He did mm-hmm. all the right things on grass. The two marquee matches, I think, were on center court, as they should be. Uh, but we have seen the, the, the flames doused of two of the three Brit hopes on the men's side. Cool. Oh, yeah, the last. Okay, right. Andy Murray's gone. Mm-hmm. Dan Evans. Gone. Gone. What did you... Okay, who were you most impressed with? Were you impressed more with Chapo or were you more impressed with Sebi? Sebi Corda? I mean, Sebi Corda, I would say, has less experience in these sort of big-time matches. Mm-hmm. And while he, he was probably playing an opponent that he could beat, uh, you have a crowd that was against you with you know, a, a local hero in Dan Evans. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is probably the more impressive win because Chapo has a history of showing up in big time matches. So Ooh, disagree. Oh, you do. Do you disagree? disagree. I, I feel like he, he loses easily to people like Quarantine Mutet, but shows uh. up, shows up to, the bigger opponents uh, in the marquee matches like against Murray. I will tell you why I disagree. I agree with you on that point. Let me tell you about Chapo. Chapo had an occasion and yes, he normally does show up for, he has shown up for an occasion, but his tennis has always been erratic. He faced a multi-slam winner in Andy Murray, also had the crowd completely against him. I mean, it wasn't maybe like not audibly completely against him, but he played 
a masterclass in Shapovalov tennis. He kept Murray behind the baseline, dictated play, came in when he wanted. From beginning to end, tens across the board. So I felt for him at an execution level, child, she did really well. That's good. I mean, he isn't always that consistent, so it's <laughs> nice that he showed up. He showed up in that match against Nadal that he eventually lost uh, on the clay. So uh, good for him, you know, following in, in Fa's footsteps, uh, defeating him at the U.S. Open and bringing it home to the fourth round. Another Canadian in the fourth round. Oh, wait, Felix isn't in the fourth round yet. No, he He's she plays curious. Too- Tomorrow, that's oh, going to be a some, good one. There's some good matches tomorrow. Pav and Mukova. Can we just say really quickly, shout out to Emma Raducanu, Canadian-born, plays Sarana Kirstea in the third round. Um, she's an 18-year-old, but out of Great Britain. Really beautiful game. She beat Vondrasova in the second round. So shout out to her. That's a name to watch out for the future. Shoot. There's a lot to watch on Saturday, day six, but this has been day five of Wimbledon's. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow and we'll get it out earlier, we promise. <laughs> Bye. Bye. We're here for your tennis tainment or your tentertainment or whatever it is. But if you like what we're serving up, please give us a five star review and like, share, and subscribe. And like such as. Wait, one more thing. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Ready Play Tennis Podcast.